WGNS Murfreesboro, W270AF Murfreesboro, W263AI Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Time right now, 821. Temperature outside, about 35 degrees right now in downtown Murfreesboro on this Tuesday morning. Today, March the 1st. And this morning we'll be talking about the Murfreesboro Airport and also MTSU. MTSU making the move with their aerospace program from the Murfreesboro Airport to the Shelbyville Municipal Airport. And we'll tell you more about that in just a minute. That all comes your way in just a second on WGNS. Time again right now, 822. Stay with us. A lot to cover on this Tuesday morning. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us, and that's our freedom and the right to live in this country, and we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer, so when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street, online at tireworld.us. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are talking about MTSU's Aerospace Department, and Dr. Shaminda Perlis is with us today, Chair of the MTSU Aerospace Department. Uh, you came in at a time where there's lots of change going on. Yep, that is correct. So is MTSU going to make a huge step forward by moving from the Murfreesboro Airport to the Shelbyville area? Yeah, this is actually a very big step for us. It's the next, um, I guess, evolution in our department. We're looking really forward to because at Murfreesboro Airport, we were kind of landlocked. There wasn't really a lot of uh, space for us to expand. And with the pilot shortage, with the maintenance shortage, and a huge demand in the in the aviation industry and aerospace industry for professionals that are trained, that have the skills that they're looking for, this was our opportunity to actually build a much larger facility and also give us the space that we need to expand in the next, let's say, 20, 30 plus years. I know we have had the Murfreesboro mayor on. We've had the Murfreesboro airport manager on multiple times in the past talking about the size of the Murfreesboro airport and how there's not a lot of room to expand. That is correct. We're anticipating another 10 aircraft that we're bringing in early in the summer and there's no space at Murfreesboro airport because of that reason is why we're looking at uh, moving. How many airplanes does MTSU have? Yep. Currently we have about 35 so another 10 will bring us, you know, much larger. Um, eventually, if the program continues to grow, we're looking at about 60 airplanes total. And I know a number of years back, FedEx flew in a large aircraft and it was made part of the MTSU program. Is that airplane now irrelevant because it's a much older airplane? So for the maintenance folks that are working on airplanes, even older airplanes 
engine is an engine, right? Um, so they can continue to work on it, build their skills, and also uh, get a feel for what uh, different types of aircraft structures are, engines are, and things like that. So no, they they're definitely can still use. So when MTSU makes that move to Shelbyville, is that large plane going to go there too? And if so, how? Yeah, actually that plane um, was removed right before I got here, I think probably about two years ago. So we don't have that large airplane anymore. Interesting. Okay. I didn't even realize. Well, of course, it's hard to see the Murfreesboro Airport these days because you have a Walmart, a Chick-fil-A in front of it. I mean, you just, you don't see it. It kind of out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. But with them being able to have more room for growth, business growth, I'm sure is a direction Murfreesboro Airport's going to head. What is this going to mean for Shelbyville? Because the Shelbyville Airport on 231, there is vast amount of space for growth. Do you think MTSU, once the building is built, new hangars come, it's going to allow for more growth that direction? Uh, yes, it is. I, I am looking forward to also seeing the economic impact that this would have on Shelbyville because anytime an airport grows to this extent, you're going to get a lot of businesses, a lot of people coming through. There's going to be a huge economic you know, impact on that. Students are going to be spending dollars out in the Shelbyville area as well. And, you know, if I'm not mistaken, from, you know, that front East Main entrance to MTSU to the Shelbyville airport, it's only about 21 miles. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. So it's not where it's not like we're moving, you know, completely to the other side of the state or anything like that. It'll be still close. Students will have a fair amount of their classes at Shelbyville once everything is put together, including even their gen ed courses will be offered at Shelbyville. Um, some of the students that may have some unique classes may still need to, you know, come into Murfreesboro for their classes, but for the mass majority of students, everything will be out there. The runway in Shelbyville, they have one that's about 750 feet longer than the Murfreesboro Airport. What does that mean for the aerospace department at MTSU? That provides us with an extra safety of margin for our aircraft. And if we ever you know, need larger aircraft coming in there for whatever reason, whether it's executive transport or if in the future, there are other airplanes that we haven't even considered you know adding to the program we do have that expansion capabilities as well and right off the bat do you know of larger airplanes that could be used as trainer planes so we do have a king air that we use for an executive transportation we've, we've been talking about potentially using that for some training but that'll be very specialized and very unique and there'll be very few students that'll take that type of training. But this all in all is a positive for MTSU and positive for Murfreesboro's airport as well because they do need that extra space. Yes, definitely we do. Our program has grown about 11% year over year over the last four or five years. So we're gonna continue to see a huge demand for highly skilled professionals in the industry. So we're, we're definitely gonna experience even more growth than we're, we're, we have today. Earlier this year, Governor Bill Lee, he announced the idea of including $57.2 million, and that would go towards MTSU's airport project. Yes. That's not approved yet, right? There's still steps that have to be taken. Yes, the legislature still needs to vote on it before you know the money is approved. And then after that, there's the engineering and design phases that need to go through. And then after that, you know we break ground and start building. So we're looking at about potentially about two to four year project. With the price of building materials going so high over the last couple of years, is 57.2 million going to be enough? 
We think it is going to be enough. We do have um, some flexibility in the square footage where we can kind of shrink certain areas or expand certain areas if we need to. Are there already hangars out there that MTSU can lease, or will those have to be built new as well? No, everything would need to be built from scratch. We'd we'd have to lay down the concrete for the airplanes to park on, probably some taxiways to get to and from the runways, and then all the buildings, facilities, hangars, uh, classroom spaces, everything. And again, you're going to be looking at that time, by 2023, 2024 even, you're going to be looking at about 45 airplanes or maybe even more by then. Yep, that is correct. That's hard to believe that the MTSU Aerospace Program grew from maybe 400 students enrolled in it just four or five years ago to now, what, 1,000 or close to it? We're actually just over 1,200 students now. About four or five years ago, we were about seven or 800. It's wild how fast it's grown. Yes. Do you expect more growth? Yes. There is still a huge demand. We're seeing it not just at MTSU, but uh, from the colleagues I've talked to at other institutions, at, at not just collegiate institutions, but also uh, training facilities, they're seeing a huge demand for pilots, for um, maintenance people, for anybody that's in like the uh, aerospace industry. From what I understood not too long ago, someone was telling me about how MTSU actually used to have a runway years ago on the campus. Yes, that's correct. Um, I believe the, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of by the library and actually it went through the current uh, business and, and airspace building. So it was right there on, on property when we started back in the early 1940s. And then about 70 years ago, I, th- I believe it was 52, is when we actually moved our operations to Murfreesboro Airport. Probably one of the very few university campuses across the country that used to have their own runway, I would guess. Yes, yes, that's correct. So yep. pretty neat history there with aerospace. Yes, it is. Once this move is made to the Shelbyville Municipal Airport, what do you foresee happening first? Will it be building those taxiways? Will it be building hangars? What will be first? If I am, it's it's not up to me um, in that sense, but if it was up to me, then I would say, yes, we do, do need the parking spaces first for the airplanes and the taxiways. Uh, the hangars for the maintenance, and then the academic buildings can come right after that. And will there be a separate entrance to the MTSU side of things in yes. Shelbyville? Yes, there will be a separate entrance. They have roughly 600 acres there. Murfreesboro had around 250 acres or so. Is there going to be room to offer other classes in the Shelbyville area? The, the plan, obviously, is to focus on our aerospace students first. And, um, you know, long term, 15, 20 years down the road, there's potential to expand that beyond just aerospace. How did you get into the aerospace side of things at a university like MTSU? Actually, funny story, my mother has an essay that I wrote when I was seven years old that talks about how I wanted to be a pilot and and fly for the industry. I've always had the bug to be in part of the industry. Then I came to North Dakota, got my undergrad degrees there. I got my uh, PhD as well worked for Northwest Airlines and then Delta Airlines, uh, became a faculty member at the University of Dubuque in Iowa, and then just this August moved down here to Tennessee to take on this position. For those who don't realize that the airplane industry is really huge in middle Tennessee. I mean, there are big companies located in Nashville that specialize in certain parts of aircraft, and I don't think a lot of people realize that, but 
that started way back in 1949 or so. Yep, exactly. Even I've been very, very surprised at the things that I'm discovering that aviation has and aerospace has within the state of Tennessee. In fact, my grandfather came here from California in 1949 to head an aircraft company in Nashville. Nice. It's wild to look back at some of those roots at the airline industry and how far it has come in Tennessee alone. Yep, exactly. Again, we're going to see development start, assuming everything moves forward and gets approved that the governor's proposing. We're going to see stuff start to maybe transform and break ground by the end of this year or Mm -hmm. the start of next year. Yep, that's correct. Dr. Shaminda Perlis, and you are chair of the MTSU Aerospace Department. Your office will soon be in Shelbyville? That's correct, yes. And now we head to the Tennessee General Assembly to learn more about this move of the MTSU Aerospace Program, moving from Murfreesboro's airport to Shelbyville's airport. From the General Assembly, and with us we have State Representative Tim Rudd and State Representative Dr. Brian Terry. I know the governor talked about setting aside around $57 million to be used for MTSU to build their new aerospace program in Shelbyville, the Shelbyville Municipal Airport. Where do you see that going? Do you see that being approved for MTSU's aerospace? Yeah, I think it will, and it, it, yeah. MTSU's in your district. I know uh, he came recently, MTSU came to the Hill, and McPhee told us about it, uh, $62 million plus he needs another $5 million on top of that for seed money to build. I, I do think that there's a lot of support in there. Uh, you know, I've had conversations with the administration, the um, speaker, the speaker pro tem. In fact, it's going to be actually moving to the speaker pro tem's district out there in Shelbyville out at that airport. But what they do need is probably an additional $5 million. So it's a transition to go from... To move, to move and to get that process through and so the funds that it's directed at right now doesn't necessarily help with that move and so they're looking at that and so um i think that the the initial amount i think will be in the budget and will be approved the extra it's still out there that we're we're working on and the reason why it's going to uh decent the decent airport there between shovel and murfreesboro which really isn't that far past the county line is because Murfreesboro Airport, MTSU's need to grow, and there's no room to grow, so they have to leave. And Rutherford Airport and Smyrna didn't want them, so that was a logical choice. And I will say that you know the MTSU has their Propel program, the aviation program, and the very first, and it's, an, it's a nationwide program, the very first graduate that's got their captain's wings just got that out of MTSU uh, and so they're the they're the leader in the state right there so it's it's a big deal representatives Tim Rudd and Brian Terry we are going to take a break but when we come back we'll go back to an interview with Chad Gerke the manager of the Murfreesboro Airport and find out more about what this move for MTSU from Murfreesboro to Shelbyville means for the Murfreesboro Airport for WGNS on this Tuesday morning I'm Scott Walker Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Analexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military. I was on a guided missile frigate. Here is today's Salute to Veterans. 
years. I was in combat close to 18 months. Got out on early release in 73 when the ceasefire occurred. The so-called end of the uh, hostilities it never really did until 75, but for us it did and I was early out because of my combat service. Vietnam veteran Ralph Givasio. What was the atmosphere like when you did come home in the 70s? It was, it was really poor. Couldn't come home in my uniform, let's put it that way. I had to come home in civilian clothes because of the flights and because of the airports and the kind of reception that I could possibly get. You hear a lot of negative things about uh, when the Marines came back, and it's all true. In the latter part of the war, they didn't want us to have eggs thrown at us or uh, slurs or things of that sort, so I had to come home in civilian clothes. I didn't admit that I was a Vietnam veteran at all until in the 1980s. I couldn't get my old job back because I served in Vietnam. And so from that point until the 1980s, I never admitted I was a veteran at all. It would have been a negative, not a positive. You know, you don't hate the warrior, you hate the war. Vietnam veteran Ralph Givasio. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. News time right now, 8.38 again today, Tuesday, March the 1st. And in some of our news stories of the morning with the news of Oracle America planning to build on the banks of the Cumberland River near the Titan Stadium in Nashville comes a concern over traffic, mixed with, of course, excitement of 8,500 new jobs that will be created. Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron said a lot of Oracle's workforce will be made up of local residents, but there needs to be a master plan in place for the workers to actually get to work. They're thinking right now that the majority of people who are going to be working at Oracle are going to come from Rutherford County. You can't make a plan that just goes to the border of Laverne and stops. It's got to be all connected, you know, for transportation. The Greater Nashville Regional Council is helping to ensure that transportation is not an issue thanks to a $178 million grant to help pay for the study and acquisition of right-of-way land. This money would go for the study and acquisition of right-of-ways, of bringing that transportation corridor towards the airport from the east bank of the Cumberland River and then on into Rutherford County. Now, Wilson County already has the Music City Star, a commuter rail line to and from Nashville, but Rutherford County lacks such a transportation system. Deputy to the mayor, Steve Sandlin, highlighted an idea that Mayor Ketchum proposed back when he served as the District 13 Senator in Tennessee. The mayor came up with a great plan back when he was Senator of doing a monorail, like you see at Disney World, right down the center of 24. Now, despite transportation woes, Oracle hopes to create 2,500 new jobs by the end of 2027 and 8,500 total jobs by the end of 2031. 
Reports indicate the average salary will be around $110,000 annually. Now, Oracle purchased their downtown Nashville building site last year. The company is planning to invest at least $1.2 billion on their development in downtown Nashville over the years to come. Needless to say, the company has the funding to move forward with their goal because they are reported to be the world's largest database management company. Time right now, 841. We'll continue to talk about the airport and MTSU making the move from Murfreesboro's airport to Shelbyville's airport in just a few minutes. But first, more local news. In roadways around town, the highway department has finished repairing what was a major problem for motorists traveling down Baker Road between Withers Avenue and Shirley Road. The pothole that had to be repaired is better described as simply a hole in the road because it was four feet wide and surprisingly four feet deep. To make the repair, the road had to be shut down for several hours on Monday, but again, that four-foot-deep hole has been repaired. In nearby Coffee County, the Coffee County Sheriff's Department authorities are asking for your help in finding a pickup truck that was allegedly stolen over the weekend from the Hillsboro area. The truck in question is a Morgan Excavation Service truck. It's white in color, an extended cab Chevrolet with a noticeable dent in the lower part of the rear passenger door. If you have any information on this truck, which we'll post a picture of later today, contact Sergeant James Sherrill at the Coffee County Sheriff's Office, 931-570-4404. In other news of the morning, a 15-year-old student suffered serious injuries when allegedly assaulted by another student Friday at Stewart's Creek High School, according to the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. School resource officer Shane Vaughn said that administrators and SROs were notified and rushed to the hallway, arriving within a few seconds. According to Vaughn, it happened outside the nurse's office and the nurse was right there. Vaughn and SRO Matthew Clagg retrieved an automated external defibrillator and emergency medical service paramedics arrived to treat the student. He was taken to Stonecrest Medical Center in Nashville, then transferred to Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville. SRO Lieutenant Brian Wright and SROs charged the 16-year-old suspect with aggravated assault. The student was taken to the Juvenile Detention Center for booking. A hearing is pending in juvenile court. In addition to the criminal charges, the sophomore student has been expelled from the school under the zero-tolerance policy. That according to Patty Oser, Rutherford County Schools Safe Schools Director. She said, and I quote, We are committed to the safety of our schools and students, and we are grateful for the quick actions of our school personnel and the school resource officer. Oser went on to say that, we have been in contact with the family of the victim throughout this past weekend. The school district cannot release any additional information about either one of the students because both involved are, of course, minors. WGNS will keep you up to date on that story and others throughout the week. Time right now, 845. 
For all the latest in local news, visit our website, WGNSRadio.com. Well, there is more news on the I-24 Smart Corridor Project in Rutherford County. Since 2005, traffic volume has increased by more than 60% in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County in the segments of I-24 going towards Nashville. Further widening of the interstate is not financially feasible, nor will it solve congestion issues along that corridor. The SMART corridor is a project that got underway in 2018 with the overall goal of making the flow of traffic between Murfreesboro and Nashville run smoother in a timelier manner. Currently, Phase 3 is the next chapter in the project, and the design of Phase 3 is starting this year, with construction to start by the middle of 2024. Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron highlighted some of the different phases of the project, one of which tells motorists of upcoming accidents not only on electronic signs, but also on your smartphone or smart device as you near the site of the wreck. In real time, tell you if there's an accident ahead in the third lane, so there'll be a red X in that third lane. And if the whole interstate is blocked for some reason because of an accident, it will tell your smart device in your car and tell you to exit off at Amoville Road and go down Murfreesboro Road through the city of Smyrna and then back onto Waldron Road. Uh, so it will automatically tell you to detour to where you're not just sitting there. An informative presentation from Michelle Nickerson, Civil Engineering Manager with the Tennessee Department of Transportation, will update area residents on the current status of the Interstate 24 Smart Corridor Project at an upcoming meeting to be hosted by the Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce. That meeting will be on Thursday morning, March 17th from 8.30 to 9.30. The event is free to attend, but registration is required as seating will be limited. You can register by visiting the Chamber of Commerce's website or by just going to WGNSRadio.com and then looking for this news story and then click the link and you'll find out more on how to sign up to be a part of that upcoming meeting. Coming up in just a little while at around 9.05 this morning, directly after local news and news from CBS, we'll be headed to Truman Jones, where he'll be wrapping up his final show after being on WGNS for the past 11 years. He is going to be live today, as always, at Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard. Now, over the past 11 years, the former Rutherford County Sheriff has taken us all on adventure down our local memory lane. The broadcast will air this morning, 9 o'clock up until 10.15 on WGNS. Now, January 2011 brought his very first broadcast of this unique down-home show to WGNS. The host was Truman Jones, the man who not only was born and raised in Rutherford County, but had also been the sheriff for over 27 years. He grew up with many colorful characters in his lifetime, and those characters often becoming guests on his show. And again, he's wrapping up those years after being on WGNS for the past 11 years this morning. Again, the show is going to be live at Adam's Place. They're out there setting up right now, getting ready to broadcast. He again, starts at 9 o'clock this morning. And, of course, you can hear that final show right here on WGNS in just a few minutes. 
Time again right now, 848. When we come back from this break that we're about to take, we're going to be talking with Chad Gerke, manager of the Murfreesboro Airport. And we'll be talking to him a little bit more about that move that MTSU is making from the Murfreesboro Airport to the Shelbyville Airport. Time again right now, 848. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. MTSU and the growth they are seeing within their program and their quest to possibly find another location where they can actually expand and grow even bigger. How is all of that going with MTSU? Well, uh, it's it's really been a long process, probably over the last couple of years, and MTSU is has seen a tremendous amount of growth, especially in their pro pilot program. Is you know because as I kind of talked about with the demand for pilots in in the in our nation for the airlines and military, that has reflected then into our collegiate aviation programs like what MTSU has. So across the country, uh, big flight schools. Uh, universities with flying programs are really seeing a, a real growth in their aviation pro pilot program so an MTSU is one of those and so they're going through a process right now where um, we were seeing uh, uh, this high demand for flight training and while there is capacity on the ground there's only so many so much space so many square foot that you can put hangars and runways and taxiways and ramp and all that there's also a capacity in our airspace and so when we we had a a huge demand in flight training that was at times taking up the capacity saturating kind of the capacity of our airport and so we had to have a discussion with mtsu and look at you know what are your plans in the future you know looking at this uh, this demand for pilots how long is this going to last some are saying 10 years uh, you never know this uh, aviation is one of those things that uh, industries that's very uh, fickle it can be uh, changed by the economy something happens across the world and things change to our industry pretty quickly uh, so it's it's a uh, it's it's an interesting thing that's very cyclical and and so we're we're working with them to look at their plans. I, I think they're in the in the planning stages of looking at uh, taking their program to another airport where they can grow a little bit more, have a little bit more land to work with, a little bit more airspace that's a little clearer. Nashville is is changing their airspace and it's getting closer and closer to controlled airspace over uh, Smyrna right now. 
it would not surprise me in the next 10 years if, if Murfreesboro's in that airspace. So there's a lot of things at play, not just ground here at Murfreesboro Airport, but also the airspace and things that uh, you can't see, kind of magical, but uh, is part of our industry and, and how we fly through this area. So what happens if Nashville encroaches more and more on Smyrna and Murfreesboro as far as airspace goes? And what are we talking about when we say airspace? Well, airspace is, uh, there's, there's, uh, kind of like an upside down cake that's over the Nashville airport and as you come in and fly into that you're you're being controlled by air traffic controllers they're they're talking to you and and giving you instructions and how to come in which runway to land all those kinds of things and, and outside that uh, you, you can pretty much fly freely uh, depending on what kind of a flight plan uh, you're on and everything like that but as our as Nashville grows uh, in population and the demand on that airport grows there's going to be more of a demand for controlling that airspace as as it becomes more and more full of, of aircraft coming in and out of that airport and the surrounding airports as well John C. Toon is a very busy airport Smyrna Murfreesboro Lebanon are all busy with with aircraft that are coming in and out flying through that airspace so you know we'll see that we'll see that change in in the coming years um, so uh, if if MTSU is deciding to you know that they're going to continue to grow their program and I think they're looking at some other improvements in how they uh, train students not only in pro pilot but all the other uh, emphasis that they have um, then they're 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 almost changing the whole dynamic of their program to the future so realistically i guess for them to continue to grow they're going to have to move east or southeast of murfreesboro more so than moving towards the nashville side right we really haven't gotten any of the specifics specifics of their plan or a schedule or anything like that just understand the basics of of what they're looking at at this point and how many aircraft does mtsu actually have there at murfreesboro right now they have uh 34 aircraft wow. which includes a lot of most of them 90 some percent are their flight trainers the diamond da40s a few seminoles which are the twin engine aircraft uh and then they also have a king air 350 that they fly uh for some of their teams uh golf tennis and then some of their executives as they go around the country recruiting and and doing other things and that was Chad Gerke, manager of the Murfreesboro Airport, just elaborating a little bit more on what's going to take place. And that, again, is MTSU moving their aerospace program from the Murfreesboro Airport to the airport located in Shelbyville, where they're going to have more land to expand on. In fact, the Murfreesboro Airport is landlocked with around 250 acres, while the airport located in Shelbyville has just over 600 acres to utilize and MTSU is looking to purchase and then build on 25 of those acres in Shelbyville that is the Shelbyville Municipal Airport again all of that to take place over the next few years it'll take a couple of years to break ground and to build the first uh, probably set of several airport hangars at the Shelbyville Airport for MTSU to use. Time right now, 8.56. You're tuned to WGNS again on this Tuesday morning. Today, March 1. We have more news and information coming your way in just a little while. Plus, we'll be live at Adams Place 
for Truman Jones to do his final Truman Show live on the air. He has been doing the Truman Show for the past 11 years. So again, he'll be wrapping up those years this morning live at Adams Place. He'll have some special guests on the air. And of course, as always, you can stop by, say hello to him uh, throughout the morning. He's going to be live from 9 o'clock up until 10.15. They are there right now setting up, getting ready for that final broadcast for Truman Jones and The Truman Show. Make sure you stay with us. That comes your way along with more news and more information right here on WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947. Again, the time right now. 857. Let's take a look at today's forecast. For this afternoon, we'll see plenty of sunshine, highs around 67, and then staying mostly clear for later tonight, lows near 38. I'm meteorologist Nick Carlisle on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 36. We're loud, we're proud, we're blue. WGNS AM and FM, your home for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's.